Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. We have returned to our podcast destination. That is John L., your friendly neighborhood moves over with a review for you about a movie that I saw a trailer for say about two months ago and it interested me one because it was a foreign film it uh it had made its rounds in the festival circuit as they say uh, the Cannes uh, Toronto International Film Festival uh, things of that nature the film I'm talking about today is close. It is a French film, I believe, and it is distributed by A24. So I said to myself, A24 in the in the uh, in the year of 2022 hasn't missed. And put out material that is very thought-provoking, intriguing, and entertaining. So I said to myself, okay, this trailer doesn't look bad. It seems to be a tale about friendship um, in the preteen years between two young men. You also saw the parents involved in the trailer. So then I went ahead and read uh, the synopsis on this. And so I'll uh, forward this to you guys as well. Uh, The synopsis reads, Leo and Remy are two 13-year-old best friends whose seemingly unbreakable bond is suddenly tragically torn apart. Uh, the film, as I stated before, is winner of the Grand Jury Prize at the Cannes Film Festival. Uh, Lucas Dont, who is the director of the film, is the second film, is an emotionally transformative and unforgettable portrait of the intersection of friendship and love, identity and independence, and heartbreak and healing. So the runtime on the movie is an hour and 45 minutes. Uh, the movie was put out on limited release on December 2nd, 2022. Uh, I didn't get to see it until last Thursday, which was February 2nd. I went to my uh, local AMC to watch the film and obviously got a better understanding of... Uh, what this was about so I'll say this about the film to get started I think that the film itself uh, from a strictly how do I say this a professional standpoint how the film was made I think the film was beautifully shot I think that 
the film was well written as well. Even though it's a French film and you're reading everything via the... Jesus. You're reading everything uh, via the subtitles. You still get the sense and the emotional tie-ins to what's going on in the film. Uh, much to the theme of the synopsis about uh, the film being emotionally transformative. That's an interesting phrase to use, right? Because as you watch the film, you do see the you see the relationship between the the two young boys and you see the the innocence in both young boys and how they behaved around each other uh, and around other people that knew them before you see them in a in a different setting they are very uh, affectionate with one another close with one another and each other's parents knew each other their own individual families worked on their own individual farms and that's how they sustain and took care of themselves but once they left the environment of their home spaces and made it to what seemed to be a new school for them is when things started to change in their friendship because as we know uh, kids of that age range I would say anywhere between you know preteen years 11 12 and then into the teen years they can be pretty piss poor human beings um they uh can say very hurtful and mean things uh they can insinuate things or uh ask inappropriate questions without necessarily knowing that questions are inappropriate so depicted in the film uh through their um experiences in this new school is how their relationship is viewed amongst all these uh new friends slash students uh that they've been exposed to uh due to the uh, the way that they behaved around each other or were used to behaving around each other I felt already while watching the film that I knew where the film was going to go. And um, the trailer did infer, or I inferred from the trailer, should I say, that you knew their friendship was going to take a turn for the worse. You just didn't necessarily know how. Um... So essentially, uh, there was a, a break in communication. Uh, one of the young men's behavior changed towards the other. The typical things that do happen with kids. 
the only thing that I don't know it, it left me thinking for a bit because uh, me myself individually I have been around children uh, from of all ages my entire life I have 11 nieces and nephews and they all span from Junior babies what two so they span from the age of two and my oldest niece is about to be 20 in about a couple of days and to understand how it is that uh, that kids of that age range interact I understand it very well uh, obviously I was once there myself uh, many eons ago <laughs> uh, and I've seen uh, my nieces and nephews go through their ups and downs with their friends and 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 uh and associates, so on and so forth and stuff. So to relate it to the movie that I was watching, I was like, okay, this is pretty typical kid stuff. Stuff like this happens, right? And I think once I saw that the movie was in the vein of that, right? Uh, verisimilitude, just the realism of what happens with kids in that age range. I kind of figured we might get a story of how things like this happen between kids, but then we'll see how they can rebuild the relationship or you might go forward a couple of years, whatever creative um, lens they want to use. They didn't do any of that. What we got here in this story was something that was a little bit, not a little bit, it was darker. It was a darker result. And I came into this movie with no expectations. I liked the movie. Like I said, I thought the movie was beautifully shot. I thought that the sound design was incredible. The colors jumped off the screen. The, the performances by the young kids and the adults across the board were amazing. Uh, like I said, well-written. But what left me kind of feeling strange was the twist in the movie. Not to say that things like that don't happen. It was a dark twist. I don't necessarily want to talk about it verbatim because uh, I'm even uncomfortable speaking about that in general, even when it happens with, with adults. And when the twist happened, I said to myself, okay, so now this just turned into or turned from a film about miscommunication between young kids and a broken bond where there was so much love, trust, and admiration between the two into a story about grief and how people deal with it in in this case young kids of that age range and obviously the adults around them 
And I said to myself, man, okay, I can understand this. Because like I said, this thing, this type of thing can happen. Or it has happened, as a matter of fact. Um, and to be at that dark and associated with kids of that age range, you know, you, you got to... You got to toe a fine line. And I think they did that well. I think the presentation of how one of the young men uh, was dealing with grief, how it evolved uh, behavior uh, from day to day, how it changed, how it didn't change, how people continued to live life the new uh, way of operation of the people who were involved uh, in this twist of events. It left me a little, not even worse for wear. I just felt like by the end of the movie, I felt a little confused um, just due to the fact that I guess from the artist's perspective, from the director's perspective, the ending, the, you know, it's, it was left up to your interpretation. It was left up to the audience member's interpretation. There wasn't a, there was no... I mean, there was a finality to it, but yet there was still a level of ambiguity that was left um, with how things were being dealt with from an emotional standpoint. And that is what I was left with in this film. I was reading other reviews about the film, right? Uh, and, I, and I read certain things that said that uh, audience members were emotionally manipulated due to how things turned out in the movie, especially the, the use and the exploitation of children. And it's to me, and I understand the sacredness of kids and the innocence and everything else in between, but if you can't deal with the fact that things like this do happen in real life, um, which is why I use the word verisimilitude a lot. Then you're avoiding stuff. You're evading certain situations. Is it right or wrong? Not for me to say, but the fact of the matter is that you're avoiding deal with stuff. And that's not necessarily the best thing to do. In tow when it comes to things like grief and understanding your emotions and why you're acting out in a certain way or feeling a certain way due to a certain event or trauma. And I think this film helped me understand more, even as an adult, as to why 
certain things happen. Um, or should I say, why people react certain ways when events of grief and trauma occur. It was, like I said before, that emotional ambiguity that the film leaves you with and it's up to you to basically decide, well, wait a minute. Is this the cause of this? Did he... Should he fault himself for what happened? And the fault of the he I'm talking about is one of the young men. It wasn't even the dark twist. Now it's like the fallout. Like, does he blame himself for the fallout? Does he blame himself for the twist? Um, I thought he was more or less not necessarily exonerated of it, but you know, he was made to feel like it wasn't his fault, but then even more happens after, after that. And it's like, well, the tie to said trauma is no longer there for him to learn from grow past and evolve from it right um yeah I, th I thought that was just strange in, in that particular from that from from my perspective but you know art is art it's 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 relative and it's, it's subjective um like i said i, I like the film um, is it a broad recommendation for everyone to watch? I think it'll make a lot of people uncomfortable, to be honest. Yet another one of those films. I seem to always land on these. Um, and not because there's like horrific events. Well, horrific in the sense of I'll align that with like horror or like a war movie or something like that. Nothing like that happens, right? No gore and things of that nature. But there is trauma. There is a tragedy that happens during this movie. And it just makes you think. And how it affects uh, children of that age range, especially for a person of my, like myself, who is surrounded by kids of different age ranges and people who have been that age range that's depicted in this film. It's just a tough thing to deal with, but it's a real thing to deal with. Um, and sometimes we're not going to have the answers or know how to deal with something of this magnitude. And I think the film shows you that it makes you feel that. Um, and that, that, that feeling is never uh, comfortable. And I think that, uh, with all that being said and all the different reviews that I, that I read, I, I'll, I'll differ in opinion. I'll disagree 
that the ending uh, was manipulative. I didn't think that at all. Um, it's a very touching and moving story. But yet again, I wouldn't necessarily recommend it across the board. To give you guys the the wrap on this, let's talk about how this uh, movie was viewed from the critic standpoint and from the audience standpoint. Um, this movie is certified fresh, 89 total reviews from critics at a 92%. Um, and the audience score with 100 plus verified ratings is at a 79%. So we can see that the critics had more of a um, liking to this film and its messaging than us as a general viewing public did. Um, so that's my take on this movie here. Close. Uh, French film distributed by A24. Uh, if you're interested in watching a movie like this, this is probably showing in your art house type cinemas. Even though I watch it at my local AMC, the local AMC that I go to does show a lot of art house type films and things of that nature. So I don't always have to go all the way downtown into Soho to watch uh, indie films or art house type films and stuff like that. So uh, look for it if you're interested. Close is the name of the movie the director of the film uh, is Lucas Don and yeah very uh, liked film won an award at the Cannes Film Festival so it is uh, a very highly touted film programming note folks next week uh which is the week of, I'll go by Monday, the 13th. Uh, there might be very light content. I didn't book any movies to watch this week. Like, my slate is completely clean. Uh, I went through my A-list app. I went through my Alamo Draft House app. Uh, I went through my Angelica Film Center app. And even through the IFC app, I didn't find anything or watch any trailers that um, piqued my interest that would be coming out this week. So I've decided to do something a little different. Um, so depending on the time I have this week between uh, work and the gym going as you know I always mention it to you guys and whatever else uh, I can get uh, planned through the week I might do a little something different uh, might review a series and two streaming movies that uh, piqued my interest over the last couple of weeks so I'm not used to doing streaming films but I'll take a shot at it uh, so that's the programming note. As always, folks, thank you very much for listening to the pod. This has been John L., your friendly neighborhood moviegoer. 
signing off. Until next time, take care of yourselves. Be well. And stay healthy.